is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord with Jeffrey Lord. So, the CEO of CNN, one Chris Lick by name, has been forced out. Shocking not. I'll have more in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell, our friend, has done it again by introducing his new My Slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to be worn indoors and outdoors all day long, and I do wear them that way. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue. They're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new my slippers. The my slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So, go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products including those fabulous Giza Dream bed sheets the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. So, the president of CNN, one Chris Lick, has been forced out in an employee rebellion. Mr. Lick's main sin giving the green light for a Republican candidate town hall in New Hampshire featuring, yes, indeed, former President Donald Trump. Donald Trump is, of course, the far and away leader in the polls, beating his nearest competitor, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis, by well over 20 points, and all the rest straggling, you know, straggling along well behind that. So if your mission as the head of CNN is to do the journalistically sound thing and one by one do town halls with each candidate, starting with the front runner makes perfect sense. It makes perfect journalistic sense, unless, of course, you are a staffer at CNN and your main concern is not journalism, but politics, left-wing politics. Then, woe betide the person who crosses those left-wing politics by insisting on interviewing the former Republican president the CNN lefties love to hate. In the CNN town hall, hosted by CNN's Caitlin Collins, Trump was his usual affable and occasionally pointed self. His presentation, nothing Americans have not seen on their screens since he first declared in his candidacy, in 2015 and went on to win the 2016 election in an upset. The show was a rating success, something CNN had not experienced in a very long time. But regardless, the CNN behind-the-scenes staffers blew a gasket. Here's but one headline that ran after the town hall, this one from Breitbart, quote, CNN employees publicly disagree with network head on whether or not America was served by Trump Town Hall. The Breitbart story goes on to report this, quote, you got to love this. CNN employees publicly disagreed with network head Chris Lick on whether or not America was served, to use a Lick phrase, by hosting former President Donald Trump at Wednesday night's town hall event. The event, which was largely cut short, which was reportedly cut short due to Trump's performance, was largely seen as a success by Trump supporters and reportedly by Trump's team as well. Trump's rare appearance on the network, Breitbart says, highlighted by the result. 
did not sit well with some CNN employees who took to public forums to air grievances about if Lick was correct in suggesting America was served by the town hall. Unquote. Former CNN host Brian Stelter, he who was fired by Lick, posted these comments from Lick on Twitter. Quote, Chris Lick begins CNN's 9 a.m. editorial call by praising Caitlin Collins for a masterful performance last night. He says, I couldn't be more proud of her and the whole team in New, in New Hampshire. Then he says he's aware of the backlash. More to come. You don't have to like the former president's answers, but you can say, can't say that we didn't get them, Lick tells staffers. This is, again, according to Brian Stelter, many of whom are angry about the town hall. Caitlin pressed him again and again and made news, made a lot of news, and that is our job. While we may all have been uncomfortable hearing people clapping, that was also an important part of the story, Licht added, because those folks represent, quote, a large swath of America, unquote, and the media screwed up by missing that part of the story in 2016, unquote. Now, what Brian Stelter said there, and recall that Brian is himself a one-time decidedly left-wing CNN media show host, it seems obvious enough, yes? Particularly noteworthy was Lick's remark that the media had missed the folks in America in 2016 who represent a, quote, large swath of America, unquote. Well, bingo. As events turned in 2015 and 2016, I was, in fact, a CNN contributor. It fell to me to explain over and over and over again that, yes, in fact, Trump should be taken seriously by the media and that where I lived in the middle of Pennsylvania— well outside the New York-Washington media bubble, Trump was in fact seen as a, as very serious indeed by Americans. Back there in July of 2015, with Trump a newly announced candidate, I noted this in a column for the American Spectator titled, Yes, Trump Can Win. I wrote, quote, By chance, here in my home central Pennsylvania county, a race to fill a vacancy in the state legislature in an August 4th election has Republican candidate Greg Rothman knocking on doors in this traditionally Republican district. Rothman tells me he has knocked on 3,100 doors thus far. And while he's there to talk state issues, residents in this area are volunteering to him, volunteering, mind you, that they support Donald Trump. Unquote. For the next year and a half, I tried to explain this Trump support on CNN. Not until election night of 2016 did my point get across to my astonished and depressed colleagues. In today's political world, CNN's lick gets it, and he went ahead with the Trump town hall in front of a live audience of decidedly average Americans like the ones I was discussing in 2015. And for being a smart guy who understands there's infinitely more to America than media elites who operate in the New York-Washington media bubble, he was now being roundly criticized. Leading the parade of this latest evolution of clueless media elites inside CNN was CNN's own senior media reporter, Oliver Darcy. Darcy said that it was, quote, Hard to see how America was served by the spectacle of lies that aired on CNN Wednesday evening, unquote. The irony of this could not be thicker. It's just rich. CNN, of course, was well out there with a spectacle of lies that was the Trump-Russia collusion fairy tale, as was the rest of the so-called mainstream media. Oh, but hey, nothing to see there, folks. Just move along. The essence of the backlash 
from all of those CNNers, a backlash that has now resulted in the firing of Chris Lick is very simple and dangerous. The simple part is, well, simple. Oliver Darcy and his compadres are so deep inside the elitist media bubble that they have no clue of their own snobby cluelessness. They look down on the people in that New Hampshire audience, and that distaste carries across the entire country to the millions of Americans who are the heart and soul of the country. But the dangerous part of this is the utter arrogance when it comes to manipulating the news. This is done to withhold the news, facts, from Americans, news that lefty media outlets find inconvenient to their own political agenda. The other week, the Washington Post and its lefty columnist, Ruth Marcus, targeted Justice Clarence Thomas for supposed conflicts of interest. Yet, mysteriously, the paper was completely silent about the news from the New York Post that liberal Justice Sonia Sotomayor didn't recuse herself from cases involving a publisher that paid her $3 million, report. That would be called media bias by omission. It's okay to target the conservative justice, Thomas, but no mention of the very same issue of ethics when it focuses on the liberal justice, Sotomayor. Another story that is being studiously ignored as much as possible by the so-called mainstream media is the investigation of the Biden family scandals that are being surfaced by Kentucky Congressman James Comer and his House Committee investigators. Then there would be media bias by commission, as with those endless stories about Trump-Russia collusion. There isn't enough space on the internet to illustrate how the omission commission game is played by the liberal media, which brings us back to the eruption of discontent inside CNN over the Trump town hall, an eruption that came about because Chris Lick made the common sense journalistic decision to have a town hall with a former president who was the leading Republican candidate, a decision that has now led to his firing. In the scheme of things, this CNN employee dust-up is nothing more than a momentary speck in time. But it is, it is very safe to say, representative of the mindset of so many elites, not just inside CNN, but well beyond into the larger media. It might be said that while this episode appears to be about CNN employees versus America, in reality, is it is emblematic of the liberal media versus America. And that, for sure, is a serious problem indeed. This problem was perfectly illustrated in a long profile of Chris Lick that ran in the Atlantic, a profile that enraged CNNers and helped push Lick out the door. As a matter of fact, your humble host was mentioned in the Atlantic piece, citing my appearance as a CNN contributor during the 2016 election season. Writing about Chris Lick's relationship with his predecessor, Jeff Zucker, the Atlantic's Tim Alberta wrote, quote, However self-serving his criticisms of Jeff Zucker, Lick had legitimate reasons to be wary of his predecessor's approach. CNN had produced some terrific reporting during the Trump years, but it had also embarrassed itself and the industry as a whole on more than a few occasions. The use of paid contributors such as Jeffrey Lord and Corey Lewandowski, the latter of whom appeared on air while still being paid by the Trump campaign, served no defensible journalistic purpose, unquote. You got that? My time on CNN, time in which I defended then-candidate Trump from the relentless attacks of my left-wing CNN colleagues, my time there was an embarrassment, not just as to CNN, but the media industry as a whole. Man, does that say anything about the mindset of these libs? 
And right there is the real embarrassment that is not just CNN, but The Atlantic, its writer, Tim Alberta, and more. None of them are about objective, just-the-facts journalism. They are one and all about being left-wingers, and fanatic left-wingers at that. It is they that are embarrassing the media industry. But there's nothing new in saying this. The very existence of the so-called mainstream media as nothing more than the propaganda arm of the left for the left has been not simply a known fact for decades. It was the single driving force that resulted in the rise of Rush Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, and what we know today as the conservative talk radio industry. It produced Fox News and now Newsmax, where your humble podcast host is now a contributor. So, seen in that light, the firing of Chris Lick because of a rebellion from the lefty employees that make up CNN is not only not surprising, it was inevitable. As my friend Brent Bozell of the Media Research Center tweeted, quote, CNN can change CEOs every week if they want. It won't fix the fact that no one at CNN understands the difference between news and pro-Democrat propaganda. They should burn the place down and try again, unquote. Bingo. So, for the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website at thejeffreylord.com, and I'll see you soon. Music.